Did you know the IRS just hired more than 50,000 new agents? Most of these agents specialize in collections that are mandated to audit small businesses and increase collections on individuals. IRS notices can be intimidating, but waiting to act could cost you your valuable taxpayer rights. Don't try to handle the IRS alone. These agents are trained to track you into agreements designed to collect as much money as possible. Don't pay thousands of dollars to a marketing company claiming to be a tax resolution firm. Get behind the shield. The enrolled agents at Elite A Tax and Financial Services are experts at tax resolution, protecting taxpayers' rights, and are federally licensed to represent taxpayers before the IRS. Elite A Tax and Financial Services has the knowledge, skill, and experience to assist you with audit representation, liens, levies, offers and compromise, innocent spouse relief, wage garnishment, back taxes, and more. Don't lose sleep, time, or your rights as a taxpayer. Make your appointment today at EliteAidFinancial.com to schedule a consultation and get the IRS off your back. Get behind the shield. Looks like y'all missed that one. Uh, if you're tuning in, let me know who you are and where you're tuning in from. Go ahead and uh, give me a sound check, by the way, if y'all can hear me out there. Make sure everything's okay before I drop this heat on this situation. What's going on, Coach? My girl Tawana in the building. Hey, if you haven't gotten your LinkedIn situation together, I suggest you team up with her and get this money. Anyway, first we're going to start with a public service announcement. If you filed an extension for your tax return, it is due on this Friday. So you'd want to get with your tax professional in the hurry. If you can't find your tax professional, sorry, I can't help you. You're a little too late, which is the PSA, which is... You're not our only client. <laughs> so you're already past the last minute. Anything you don't have in right now, you might be subject to what we call an FTF, failure to file penalty. But that is what it is. What this is actually about is I'm, I'm seeing this thing out here where people are just kind of scared to be great. And I'm going to call you out. You know, and I'm not going to call you guys out by name or whatever, but I'm going to call you out in your own self-spirit. So when you're sitting alone, you know, doing that thing that you do, you feel some kind of way about it. But here's what I've come across. Too many of you are scared to be great. Absolutely fearful. And to the bad part about it is rather than admit you're a punk, You'd rather blame any other person, thing, circumstance, or whatever, when in reality, you're scared to be great. You know, uh, so where this stem from? In my profession, like a lot of others, you have levels to this thing, right? And so someone called on me, they, they called and asked for, you know, a little help, a little guidance, you know. I'm always willing to do that. The problem was, it came at a busy time. 
But I stopped for them. And when they told me what their situation was and I gave them an answer, they had a problem for every solution. And what I figured out was that, you know, the problem is if they apply this, the shit might work. And they're scared it might work. Had another conversation this week that was very, very similar to that. Uh, someone called and asked me about investing in what they were doing. And it was a strange thing because I don't know if they just thought being a young person, you know, was going to qualify them to uh, open up my pockets. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's not what we're going to do. So, you know, I attempted to qualify them a little bit. And they had a lot of excuses. And so some of these excuses range from, well, yeah, I had to use this money or that money to live on, you know, so forth and so on. But here you are trying to convince me that I'm going to have a healthy return on my money by investing in you when all the money you say you've invested in yourself is gone. And you say, well, that was the money you had to invest in learning that thing. Problem was, I could do a little bit of the same thing. It ain't my thing. It's something I do, you know, but it ain't cost me as much to learn it. And I ain't lost like you lost. Why would I give you some money? But scared to be great meant that, you know, and hey, I get it. You know, you're not supposed to be too proud to ask so forth and so on. But scared to be great meant that they weren't willing to get off their ass and get it out the mud. Their pride wasn't enough to sustain that. They had to ask and come up with a bunch of excuses or whatever. Because here's the thing. When they asked me, you know, I was like, well, you know, how much money are you looking for? And I'm ready to hear numbers like, you know, 10, 15, 20,000, something like that. And they were like, you know, 500 to $1,000 will, will get me uh, right. And I just thought to myself, huh, if you can't come up with $500 to get started, which you say is going to take you to really do this thing, how could my $500 possibly be safe with you? I mean, between, you know, Ubering, DoorDash, throwing newspapers, whatever you got to do to get it, $500 is just not substantial. You know, that's not enough money to even bother asking for or whatever. That wasn't worth the phone call, you know. But then I had another situation where, back to that other thing, they were asking me about... uh you know, some practice management type stuff. And so for all of you out there who do not actually pay your tax professional out of pocket <laughs> and you tell them to have your, their fees come out of your return, first, let me tell you this if you didn't know it. They don't get paid until you get paid. And if you don't get paid and then don't turn around and pay them, uh, like if you have a, student loan issue, child support issue, whatever the case may be, and you don't get paid, then they got stuck. So if your professionals offer uh, bank products, this is really just like a plus for you. For me, 
hey, you got to start somewhere. That's where I started or whatever, but that's not where I could stay because y'all had me about to put on my 504 clothes, you know, my soldier rag and everything, the Reebok symposium, <laughs> come looking for you, you know, because too many of you had some funny business going on and wasn't paying up. So I decided to live up to the company name, go ahead and elite that situation, deal with elite clients. They pay up front. Give me a call. We set them up virtually, get their docs, assess it, hit them with the invoice. They say, thank you. Some of y'all be like, man, you charge that much? Do you have any idea how good I am? (laughs) I mean, you know, and I know you're not dealing with anybody as good as me, because if you complain about my price, guess what? I know all the people that is as good as me. And we talk about y'all frequently. So they're charging as much as I'm charging most of the time. Where they're not charging in one area for the same thing. They're charging it in another area that I may not be. But yeah, we're good at what we do. I'm already, uh, I think I'm about 14 grand into, uh, 16, about 16 grand into personal development and classes and uh, education, tax education, just this year, <laughs> you know. And the cool part is now people pay me to uh, come and talk on their platforms and tell them about different tax law, different tax law changes, so forth and so on. And some of you are still over here on this preparation, but the people that want to talk to me, they're in the planning state. They, they want to plan to avoid, they don't want to react to something when it happens. But anyway, back to this person that was telling me that. So they couldn't, uh, they were having an issue because they had a lot of accounts receivables out there. They had seen the commercial and was like, well, maybe this service will help me. And I was like, yeah, no, that's not really what that is, you know, because you're set up on the different structure and you're supposed to get that. But you chose to, you know, take that gamble because that's really what it is. You know, you take that gamble and they say, well, My clientele, this is the part when I knew they were afraid to be great. They said, my clientele does not have the money to pay me up front. And I said, bullshit. Like, no, you don't understand the market that I'm in. My clientele, they just don't have it like that to pay me up front. I said, well, I'm going to prove you wrong. And at the end of it, I'm not going to charge you for proving you wrong, but if you don't change your practice or whatever, this is going to be a perpetuating issue. They're like, well, what do you mean? I say, so how many of your clients are you unable to contact by cell phone right now? They're like, well, I can contact all of them. I say, exactly. They had money for a cell phone, but they don't have money to pay you. (laughs) Let's think about that for a minute. How many of your clients come in looking like a bum. You know, they got money to get their hair done, their eyes done, whatever the case may be. They just chose to spend your money somewhere else because you allowed it. Why you allow it? I don't know, because think about anything that, you know, a poverty mindset, anything they could get on credit and extension, et cetera, that's how they're going to play the game. You know, that's the way the game go. But you have to care enough about your own business to put policies and procedures in place. And in the process, you can't be scared to lose the client that really wasn't for you. You know, and I was speaking from a place of having been there. That's why I was trying to tell them this, you know, because I used to just offer that uh, product or whatever. And when I got the first client that had to write a big check, 
you know, and wasn't scared and was well, we're ready to pay me. I was like, wait a minute, this is the kind of client that I need right here. And so that's what my business uh, became, you know. And so when people call me with the sob stories, well, I paid this person and they didn't do this, or I don't know what this tax person did or whatever, but now the IRS is saying I owe this and that and the other and so forth and so on. And I'm like, yeah, all right, well, this is what it costs for me to find out what's going on. Once I find out what's going on, then I can tell you what it costs to fix it. But you already exhausted three minutes of your free five minutes telling me about something that don't matter because when you call me with a problem, nothing you tell me matters, nothing at all. I don't believe your story. It's not that I don't believe you. It's that women lie, men lie, numbers don't lie. So there's a matter of records that I'm going to pull and that I'm going to get that's coded in you know languages that the average person is not going to understand. And no matter what you told me, the story is going to line out here. Now, after that, I might want to talk to you to find out how I can make this thing sexy when I'm arguing with the IRS. But for the most part, it is what it is. It goes where it goes. And that's what it is. So I challenge you all to face up to your fears. This thing about the clients. Don't, a shout out to Lim Mobley. <laughs> he used to post this all the time. He said, my money is in your client's pocket. You're just scared to ask for it, but you're going to have to pay me anyway. You know, that's pretty profound because at the end of the day, here's what y'all are doing. You know, you're carrying all of these accounts receivable. You're extending yourself, trying to make everybody happy because you're reaching for the low hanging fruit. And half of that is because you have imposter syndrome. You know, you're too scared to be great. You're too scared to say, hey, I know this. I learned this. I'm great at this or I'm good at this and this is why I'm worth this. In the meantime, all y'all are jumping in and out of little crazy social groups talking about, you know, bringing your own table and knowing your worth or whatever. Clearly you ain't worth a damn dime because you trying to put your dime on time. You're giving somebody, you know, 10, 12 months to pay you little or nothing or whatever, and you're trying to sustain a lifestyle off of that, or not to mention run an efficient business and or pay yourself, you sound crazy. Stop being scared to be great. Level up. Level up. Do what you got to do. You know, tell somebody, hey, this is my price. It is what it is. You know, I send away more business than I get because I'm not willing to compromise my value. This week alone, today is Wednesday, and I've already gave uh, people, three people, uh, $10,000 plus uh, dollar quotes, and two of them walked. One of them was like, hey, you must be worth it. <laughs> the funny part was one of the other two that walked had reached out to me last year for help, and then they kind of ghosted. And when they called me last year, the price was like six. They called me this year, it was like 10. And they were like, well, that's not what you quoted me last year. I was like, gas prices wasn't what they were last year. <laughs> it is what it is. Stop being scared to be great. You know, because the crazy thing is, is that a lot of y'all are out here living off of uh, what I'll call what you, fake great, fake great vibes, right? You spend a little bit of money you have trying to convince other people that you're doing good 
So they can come and spend money with you. But as soon as they give you a poor mouth story, you're ready to be like, yeah, well, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. You know, yeah, but you have a problem for every solution. You know, if you can't say amen, say ouch. I know somebody here miss, you know. So here's what it is, you know, charge your price. If you're dealing with a clientele that can't afford your price, Cat Williams said this, uh, shout out to Cat. There was an episode of, uh, I think it was Pimp Chronicles 1 or 2, maybe. And he said, you know, people be blaming this and that and other. You have to ask yourself, what is it about you that attracts ain't shit pussy? <laughs> or ain't shit big, whatever the case may be. You know, what's going on, Shane? <laughs> so something about you is attracting a bunch of people that don't value you. Here's the good news. You can change it. Change your conversation. If you change your conversation, you'll change your circle. When you change your circle, the doors will open up. I remember the greatest decision I made in this industry. I think it was around 2015. And I made a declaration. If you're going to talk to me, we're going to be talking about taxes. Oh, man, you should have seen the number of people that would just turn and move when they saw me coming. Here he come with this tax talk and this life insurance. And Yep, that's all I was talking about. Talked about it so much that now they put me on national stages to talk about it, you know. Um, and what I'm telling you is it's time for you to like all the coaching and all the rah-rah motivation talks you know, you're paying for and everything, none of that is going to convert into anything until you believe that you're worth something and you're not scared to be great. I mean, think about it. You're faking success. You might as well go ahead and live it. But here's what you're actually scared of. You got a glimpse of success and you realize it comes with responsibility and you're scared to have to have that level of responsibility. You don't want to be responsible for having to feed others because you barely figured out how to feed yourself. Oh, shit, he got it hot up in here. <laughs> you see that one coming, huh? Yeah, you're scared of responsibility. You know, um, you're running a half-ass business. You're not keeping up with your books or whatever. We Y'all got exposed when they did the whole PPP thing and y'all blew up every accountant, tax professional phone trying to get the fake ass books or whatever. Now you're calling us on the other side because when you couldn't get it from us that wasn't going to do something fake you got with, you know, Cousin John or whoever, now them people come in and you're scared. You know, you're like, how long before they knock on my door? And by the way, PSA, I don't do criminal you stolen people money, that's on you. Can't help you with that. But, um, yeah, so stop being scared of the responsibility part of it. And if you are going to be scared of it, hey, just just stop doing the whole faking thing. Fill out an application, go get a job. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a job. This entrepreneur thing is not for everybody. You know, yeah, social media might make it look a little sexy or whatever, but trust me. It's a day-to-day, -day, you know, up and down like Wall Street. Some days is great. Some days not so much, you know, until you get to that place where you put systems and everything in place so you're really not doing, you know, that much of the work or whatever. You become the brand more or less than the laborer. But 
again, there's levels to this. And if you're not willing to level up, buy the fuck out. <laughs> Go do some different shit, you know. But I wanted to do this because I see too many of y'all on here. Uh, y'all get this much game, a half ounce of game, and you try to step on it and get a gallon of gas out of that thing and sell it at a premium price. What the hell are you talking about, George? Too many of y'all on here claiming to be coaches and consultants and business gurus and all of this and that and the third or whatever, and y'all have the audacity to want to charge people for non-existent programs, fluff talk, you know, and you're making it real hard out here for the ones that actually know their craft and is invested in their craft, the, the Tawana Rosses, the George Dandridges, you know, the Kiwanda Lambs, you know, y'all making it real hard on them because they want to lump us in with everybody called coaches. And that's not, that's not y'all ministry. You know, I saw a post the other day and yes, I have to tell you, there's a secret group, of tax and accounting professionals that do nothing but talk about the tomfoolery that we see every day on things like tax Twitter and LLC Twitter and, you know, all of the different uh, groups that, you know, and coaches that's out here that be spreading this foolishness. Oh, man, we clown y'all. We talk about y'all bad. But I saw this one and it's all I could do not to just post this on the screen right now. I saw this one where... Even like if you wanted to give credit, you know, for a couple of accidental typos, nothing about this thing seemed professional. And they had the audacity to be trying to sell this for $199. Meanwhile, <laughs> they said I'm gonna get kicked out of the club. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got people like my man Brian Juber, Garrett Cole. Kimberly Fowler, people that's been in this game for 10, 15 years, you know, that have real meat and potato classes like you pay this, but you get this and this too much for you to even digest. This person had this like real fluff type thing about her and them and they were going to teach you uh, the tax business and this and that and other. And everything about this post said that they knew nothing about tax law, nothing about running the tax business, but they had saw somebody's live, looked at a couple digital fly, digital flyers or whatever, and felt like, hey, I'm going to run with it. You know, I'm going to make me some money. I might get two or three people to do this. Stop. Stop it. You know, it's crazy. And the crazy, the really crazy part was it had like over a hundred and some comments when I seen it, I was like, yeah, really? This is what y'all buying into? I was like, you clicked on their page and saw like their first two posts after that. It's like, yeah, no, this is not the person that I want to learn anything from unless I'm trying to learn how to twerk, you know, uh, in public or something. This is not what I'm trying to learn. But what I did dig about that was... <laughs> 
they were too stupid to be scared to be great. They like, hell, I'm going to just run it out there. I'm going to try to be great. You know, I don't need to know nothing. I'm going to just try to be great anyway. I'm going to take this this little bit of game and I'm going to try to go make myself look great. Alonzo Stevens once said, it's little things that make you great. So understand this. It's not how many customers you can attract from social media. It's not... Uh, how many likes and whatnot you get that is going to make the sustainable business out of this thing. It's the little things that make you great. It's the uh, accessibility. It's the follow-up. It's the investing in yourself. So when you get to a situation that you haven't actually dealt with before, you're actually familiar with it and know enough about it that even if you can't execute it, people have seen you working and so your network is in reach where you know you can reach out and touch somebody uh to help you um because from seattle to florida new york to hawaii there's not a state that i can't call on another professional uh to find out something about what they have going on or whatever but that's because they see me put in the work you know so the word for the day the phrase for the day rather is stop being afraid to be great. And as I tell you in uh, the other motivation the other day, be ready to put in the work, you know, get ready to do the work. Boss. Awesome.